chapter eighteen of tilda jane's orphans this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by gloria begaman somerville south carolina tilda jane's orphans by marshall saunders chapter eighteen perletta's pets one charming spring day charming overhead but unspeakably muddy underfoot tilda jane and hank had been for a drive he was teaching her how to guide milkweed and often after school hours perletta who was as good as a man about the stable on account of her strength would harness milkweed and tilda jane would drive down to the mill to bring hank home on this particular day they had had a short enjoyable spin into the country and now he stood grooming milkweed in the sunny yard he did not mind the mud for he had on high rubber boots nor did his beautiful mare dislike it she stood on her long legs twitching her tail occasionally and very often mouthing affectionately hank's hands or shoulders now come over here he said leading the way to a low wooden platform till i see about those legs and hoofs i've gone over your back and sides pretty well she followed him obediently then turned her head in the direction of the house who's coming said hank oh tilda what do you want sissy tilda jane had not taken off her coat and hat and her expression was so dubious that hank paused in his work and stood staring at her his brush in one hand the curry comb in the other your face is queer he said penetratingly you seem kind of interested and sorry and frightened of what i'll say pon my word you look just like those dear sweet women who come round the mill collecting about every other day in the week gentlemen for the love of charity won't you give us something for the home for aged men and women or the new tower on the city hall or the monument being erected to our worthy townsman who so ably represented his native state in the halls of legislature or the new library for the scientific souls of the town or the repairing of the old road out to the cemetery now tilda i don't care a rap for the cemetery or science or halls of legislature or monuments or old men and women get in the house with you and let me finish my work hank said tilda jane imploringly and stepping a little nearer to him you haven't rubbers on and the yard is muddy said hank feebly still tilda jane did not pay any attention to him what under the sun is in the girl's mind he said desperately there she is sinking ankle-deep into soft state of maine mud which i am proud to say is ahead of any other mud in the world oh despair and condemnation he exclaimed suddenly clapping his hands to his pockets she wants something for herself and i haven't got any money to lend her 
and i won't do her any favors go away sissy hank said the little girl pleadingly don't be gay please listen you remember when perletta came home three weeks ago i remember nothing about perletta said hank stubbornly for it was one of his pleasant fictions to treat perletta as a thing of the past i remember hiring a new girl three weeks ago of the same name well the new girl then said tilda jane in a low voice by the way where is she asked hank looking over his shoulder she's a powerful listener i sent her to town for more tea she forgot to tell me we were out of it well hank dear you admit that perletta has been pretty good the last three weeks the new girl has behaved herself with some decency hank admitted reluctantly don't praise her or she'll shy a week ago she asked me if we would mind if she had a little pet of her own continued tilda jane i thought by the way she spoke she meant a canary and i said i didn't think you'd mind she said it would make her feel more contented that you had milkweed and the cow and i had the hens and the pigeons and sparrows and the dogs and grandpa had the pup and she had nothing poor neglected creature said hank ironically i forgot to speak to you about it said tilda jane i didn't think much of it but do you know just now when i came home she told me she got not one pet but two she had had she remarked hank two birds in a cage they're not birds exactly said the little girl but oh hank i hope you'll let her keep them her face was just lovely as she bent over them where are they in the woodhouse i'll go see them said hank promptly wait a bit brother said tilda jane laying a hand on his arm you know perletta our new girl is queer but she is beautiful with children or animals is she said hank that's nothing to her credit most women are but hank she's so odd in other ways this seems to make her catch up to the nice people who are smooth and even to get on with you know mrs melangon has a new baby really that woman is incorrigible remarked hank lifting his face to the sky this must be the fiftieth it's only the tenth said tilda jane indignantly well when perletta and i went in to see the little new thing a few days ago her face was just like an angel's when she looked at it i wish i'd been there said hank enthusiastically now continued tilda jane when perletta bent over the tub where her new pets are her face looked just the same way that it did when she saw the baby tub exclaimed hank are they fish no said the little girl with a sigh i wish they were lobsters pursued hank crabs shrimps jellyfish turtles sea lions seals porpoises oh stop stop said tilda jane imploringly do be sober i can't replied hank hilariously the spring's in my blood and i'm in good health and i haven't got any debts 
all on board for the fast express for the house on an excursion to see the hobbledehoy's new pets and seizing tilda jane by the hand he rushed her to the back door half laughing half disturbed the little girl went with him far in the wood-house in the full light of the setting sun streaming in the window was a large wash-tub with a bit of wire netting laid across it and on top of the netting a heavy stick of wood hank fell back in pretended dismay is it a bear tilda he whispered no no she said hysterically now hank be prepared don't laugh or scream you'll make me nervous hank paid no attention to her with as many antics as a schoolboy he alternately advanced and retreated touched the end of the stick of wood with timid fingers scuttled back if it moved and finally with a great effort and stiffening his rotund figure he marched up removed stick and screen and stood right over the tub in spite of tilda jane's warnings he gave one loud yell of delight when he saw what was inside and then raced out the back door and round and round the house roaring at intervals i thought i was twenty-five i'm only fifteen i made a boy again just for tonight oh pigs 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 in clover tilda jane stood in the doorway laughing convulsively then she grew anxious as hank tore round and round the house in his long rubber boots the mud splashing almost to his neck the sociable milkweed who loved to be with human beings and who was herself young and somewhat foolish and also full of play took to galloping after him and poacher witnessing the commotion ran from the stable and not to be behindhand in any family rejoicing leaped and bounded beside hank grandpa hearing the noise in the yard hobbled to the back door and the pup breaking away from him joined the chase coming in at the tail of it and unlike the serious poacher who did not open his mouth the little aristocrat for the second time in his young life gave utterance to shrill and wildly joyful yelps stop sir i say called grandpa to his son who was now taking in the barn as well as the house in his wide circles stop this i say it's disgraceful to see a grown man with a horse and dogs chasing him hold up will you and he shook a crutch at him if that mare stumbles the pup will be right under her hoofs and look at the mud she's dashing on herself and you fresh from grooming her you're all crazy i never saw such a sight tilda jane get that pup will you he'll catch cold see he's as dirty as a pig already hank squealed tilda jane in her piercing young voice do stop grandpa's getting scared she timed this information just as hank came round the corner of the barn by the hen-house and 
with a comprehensive glance he took in the family party and abruptly wheeled into the stable door followed by milkweed and the dogs tilda jane hurried after him rescued the struggling dripping handy andy and carried him into the kitchen where he speedily had a bath by the fire hank came in a short time later calm and in his right mind you're getting rather too old to play the fool said grandpa sarcastically have you seen perletta's pets sir inquired hank with a wink at tilda jane perletta who's perletta oh the girl said grandpa fretfully and with a sudden fit of deafness i don't know anything about her i can't hear you don't talk to me ever since the return of the wayward girl grandpa had steadily ignored her he never addressed her and if she spoke to him he did not answer her if he wished anything he could not get himself he waited until tilda jane or hank could come to him this was his punishment for her running away by and by he would restore her to favor but there was no hurry about it hank seeing his father was in no humor for talking crept out to the wood-house where tilda jane followed him he had once again removed the stick of wood and the netting that tilda jane had replaced and stood staring down at the two tiny pink and white pigs lying on sweet clover hay he was shaking with silent laughter but presently he controlled himself enough to say where did she get them you know perletta often goes among the french people the little girl replied and old farmer thibodeau's wife told her she might have these two young pigs if she cared to bring them up the old mother had too big a litter to take care of are they hard to raise hank law no i've often seen the farmers wives in the country with them there's no trick about bringing them up but they take time like all young things fed by hand you've got to attend to them several times a day and once or twice in the night when they are as young as this they ain't too bad-looking when they're young are they i think they're cute said tilda jane they're so small and clean-looking and so quiet wait a bit replied hank with an explosive chuckle wait a bit before you talk of quietness how is the new girl going to feed them she's going to buy a baby's nursing bottle while she's downtown mrs thibodeau told her she could feed them with a spoon but the bottle is easier here she is now at that instant perletta red-faced and out of breath entered the back door holding two parcels tightly in her hands with pleading looks she scanned hank's face there was a pleasant protecting expression in her eyes quite different from the sullen one she usually exhibited and the young man who at heart was truly kind and appreciative of any effort at reform gave a slight nod and turning on his heel re-entered the kitchen grandpa when he saw perletta coming 
hitched himself into the dining-room and the girl bustled round the room taking off her wraps and then hurrying to wash the bottle and fill it with milk and water with a dash of molasses can i feed the boys afore i gets the supper she said civilly to tilda jane the little girl smiled assent and started preparations for the meal herself perletta clasping the warm bottle ran to the wood-house hurriedly took one of the little pigs from the tub and put the bottle to his mouth he seized the rubber mouthpiece with avidity and with as much ease as if he had always been accustomed to get his food in this way after pulling away at it for a few seconds he would stop and violently knead perletta's knuckles with his tiny snout meantime his little brother awoke and discovered by nosing about the hay that he had been deprived of his companion listening intently he heard sounds of enjoyment above with great intelligence he concluded that feeding time was going on without him and he uplifted his baby voice in a succession of ear-piercing yells tilda jane ran to shut the door into the kitchen but the mischief had been done grandpa dozing by the dining-room fire had sprung from his chair and his deafness forgotten was calling frantically to hank to know who was being killed come and see sir said hank and taking him by the arm he led him to the wood-house door there sat perletta confused by the din and yet comforted by the thought that she was in the pursuit of her duty but for her these young things might starve to death try the other one shouted hank in the midst of the uproar diogenes of the tub is jealous perletta immensely flattered to think that hank had permitted her to keep her pets and that he was beginning to take an interest in them at once dropped the pig on her lap to the tub and lifted out his brother now she had given offence in another direction the dropped pig knew the sweets of the bottle while the other had only guessed at them and he yelled much more loudly than his brother had done pigs spluttered grandpa pigs in my house have i sunk as low as that are we going to have troughs in the dining-room no sir bawled hank consolingly not a bit of it just wait till these fellows are a trifle older and we'll clear them out to the barn the old man saw that his son's mind was made up to keep the little creatures so he wisely did not protest but went back to his seat and sat till supper-time muttering pigs pigs i didn't think i'd come to this perletta was in a seventh heaven of delight now at last she had something of her own to care for and day by day and night by night she fed the young and growing creatures at stated intervals she's pretty good too tilda jane said to hank no matter how cold it is she gets up twice every night and heats some milk for them tell her to get up only once a night said hank commandingly that's enough now 
tilda jane did as she was told but the first night the order went into effect they were all awakened at midnight by a terrible noise and heart-rending yells from the kitchen and staircase perletta had inadvertently left the wood-house door ajar and when she did not appear at the first of her accustomed times the two pigs by their united efforts succeeded in forcing the cover off the tub and had come into the kitchen where they were trying to get up the staircase in search of their guardian and protector their shrieks of dismay and anger as they tried to mount the steps and fell backward were enough not only to alarm the house but the neighborhood grandpa whose room was near the staircase was almost crazy his pup had waked up and was screaming and barking with fright poacher and even deaf gippy who had also been disturbed in their slumbers had sprung up and the half-blind and lame gippy kept getting in the way of the pigs receiving pushing blows with their young snouts that made him call out in wrath he whose old age usually saved him from punishment from any one while good faithful poacher taking the part of a sheep-dog was trying to herd the unruly members of the household back to their appointed place catch them shouted grandpa hoarsely catch the evil things hank tilda where are you don't you hear the noise the pup has most lost his senses there he goes out of the bed those wild hogs will kill him hand me my crutches someone oh that viper why did i let her back in my house the pigs would neither be led nor driven by poacher and not until hank tilda jane and perletta appeared on the scene could they be controlled in any way hank arrived first but he could do nothing single-handed for as fast as he cornered them they would run under his arms his candle went out and choking and spluttering with laughter for he could not for his life help seeing the amusing side of the situation he had to search for a lamp and grope for matches trying meanwhile to calm his father the pup's all right dad i hear him squealing under the stove the boys didn't hurt him merely gave him a push or two wait a bit till i get the matches as soon as night comes every match in this house grows another leg and dances away into a corner i never can find any there now i have a light hold on till i set it up on a shelf out of the way of the boys perletta he bawled up the stairway can't you earthquake yourself downstairs and catch these pink and white posies of yours you understand them better than anybody in a few seconds perletta and tilda jane came clattering down the steps and together they managed to seize the pigs and carry them to their home in the tub and also to pacify the disturbed dogs the puppy's eyes under the stove looked green with fright and anger and when they tried to catch him he bolted into grandpa's room and sprang on the bed where he lay trembling go away cried grandpa leave us alone and put those hogs out of doors all right dad said hank 
who was standing looking at him shading the light with his hand go to sleep now those boys shall go right out to the barn perletta he called where are you here sir she replied appearing in the woodhouse door her dishevelled hair almost standing on end with fright and worry we've got to put those pigs in the barn said hank tilda you light the lantern and we'll move the tub a queer procession wound out of doors and as they went hank said to perletta these fellows are getting to be a good size you feed them after this late at night and first thing in the morning i'm not going to have you coming out here in my barn in the middle of the night with a lantern first thing you know one of these rowdies will knock it over and then we shall have a fire perletta's face fell but she uttered a meek yes sir and tilda jane hastened to say i'll come out with you every night before we go to bed i think it is lovely in you to be so merciful to these bothersome little things it's what you do yourself said perletta bluntly you gets up in the dead of the night if a dog or a bird wants anything yes replied tilda jane softly but somehow or other it seems more blessed to do things for pigs than other creatures hank smirked at the occupants of the tub as he set it down in a corner of his harness room that's so tilda and there's more merit in doing things for human pigs than for angelic humans now perletta you keep your boys in this little room there's a button on the door and no one will come in father's an old man and i don't want him bothered with these things in the house sir cried perletta in dismay as a sudden thought struck her you ain't a-goin to make me send em away when they're bigger be you tilda jane swung the lantern round so that she could see the face of her adopted brother hank was fond of fun and was disposed to be frivolous at times but there was a strong undercurrent of sense in his disposition and just now as he threw a glance at their unprepossessing maid and then looked beyond her out through the barn door at the bright solemn beauty of the sky his face was aglow with kind and manly feeling perletta he said slowly i believe in a power away up there behind the stars that made all things even the flies that you brush from your kitchen i hate to see a critter hungry or cold or sad or neglected i believe the good lord made even pigs and i'm going to stand by these fellows if they don't get too obstreperous by and by when they're older i'll make them a good warm house in the corner of the yard every animal ought to have his own bed and board and pigs ain't dirty they're as clean as any one it's dirty people that don't keep them clean that give pigs their bad name and you'll never kill em sir oh say you'll never kill em cried perletta clasping her big hands in frantic appeal hank scratched his tousled head let's leave that problem to the future pigs get to be powerful big but i'm something like the irishman who always kept the same pig he said he'd got to have one and he didn't believe in being fickle i promise you perletta 
that nothing will be done to these young fellows without your permission perletta gasped excited thanks then as hank and tilda jane walked to the house she lingered an instant to tuck her pets in their hay and give them a last caress tilda said hank in a low voice i prophesy that in a few weeks we'll have two promising young hogs running about these premises with blue ribbons round their necks End of chapter 18